For if knowledge is power, then a god am. Was that over the top? I can never tell. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Arkham Case Files, where the inmates run the asylum. I'm Darren. And I'm Jason. I'm Ian. And this month we're talking about the new deck that's come out for uh, everybody's favourite, the green bowl-hatted man himself, the Riddler. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about some of the rules that work with the Riddler from the compendium then talk about the objective cards and then touch on the plot cards as well, because I think he's in such a unique position in the way that he plays that you really need to take all three into consideration together. What do you guys think on that? Um, yeah, I mean, some things just don't make sense without knowing the changes to the rules. <laughs> like, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Like, there's one, well, a few cards revolve around number counters and one of his traits got changed the ad number counters, so you kind of need to know that before. <laughs> this card makes sense. But, uh, yeah, they're a very specific crew. It's going to be like one or two good ways to make them work, but they got a trick, and your job's just to get the trick going. Yeah. It's like a Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. Which is very Riddler-like. Exactly. So, without further ado, um, I'll just literally run through the wording for some of the rules um, from the compendium. And with that background, some of the objective cards will start to make a bit more sense when uh, Jason and Ian go through them. Mm -hmm. So starting off with, and I go in alphabetical order, there's a challenge for you. And every time your crew places a suspect marker, you must place a numeric counter on it. You decide the number on the counter unless a card or ability specifies the number. These numeric counters cannot be reduced below zero. And this is a rule that's on the Riddler. So as it says, every time a suspect marker goes down, put a dice on it or another marker between one and six. Um, and the reason for that will become more apparent as we go on. Mm -hmm. uh, that rule, I could say, is on the Riddler card. Um, the next one is drop a riddle. And this is on quiz five and can also be bought as equipment. Uh, if you've played during this round at least two objective cards as resources, place a suspect or a riddle marker within four inches of this model. And again, the use for the riddle markers will start to become more apparent as we go further on. Uh, Puzzle Master, which is on the Riddler, is he may place two suspect markers uh, when he makes a manipulate action to place them. And they can be placed within six inches of him rather than in base to base. So his suspect markers are starting to become a lot more important as we go through. Yeah, with that one, a rule, I remember me and Ian played it slightly differently when we played a game this was before the deck where we were under the impression it's i make any manipulation and then i can place two markers down uh, i'm still looking for a knight to confirm it but just wanted to throw it out there slightly unclear but 
Yeah, that's a good point. On, I'm just gonna, yeah, because it just lets you can place yeah. two markers when doing a manipulation. It's like detective is like you can place a marker three inches away instead of this. Or um, is there another trait that like changes how you place things? I don't know. Um, I, I feel like it's the intent. That's just you can place two. Like that seems like the weaker version. So I'll just play that one. But um, thought it was interesting to keep in mind. Yeah, I had actually thought of that. Because yeah. then that makes sort of like really cool because you can walk up, you can reveal something and place two more out, or you can kill yourself with a metal crate because, spoiler you want to keep your crew alive. And you're just like, metal crate, rid is up, and marker, marker. Um, but yeah, just, you know. Oh. Ask your opponent, but if not, just go for the weaker version. Yeah, something to clear. Yeah. Something Most of the time, it's hard just to as again. good. It's not too big a deal. Okay, um, next one is Quizmaster. And again, this appears on the Riddler. And when this model scores an objective card with multiple copies in the deck, you can search the objective deck for another copy, put it into your hand, and then shuffle the deck. Mm -hmm. so a handy way of letting you manipulate the objectives that we're going to go on to yeah. talk about. I do want to... This is... Um, it doesn't happen that often if you're just running the Riddler deck. There's a few cards you can easily just be like, this model can go score it, but... Um... But yeah, it doesn't happen as often as you think, so I want to be splicing in more generic cards to help out with this. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Then we've got Riddle's Addict, which comes on Echo and Query. And once around, uh, this model can reveal enemy markers without spending an action. So awesome. really, really good for that sort of counterplay against other crews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, from the compendiums, you've got Wizard of Quiz, and this comes on Riddler and Kel. Uh, well. Quell, however she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when this model places a suspect marker within eight inches of an enemy model, if that enemy model can see this model and the suspect, you may look at the top two cards of that model's objective deck, discard one of the cards, and place the other on top of the deck. So again, giving you that little bit of control of your opponent's objectives and what they're yeah. drawing into. So another question or more of an observation here. Um, with Riddler, you can, uh, you're at least placing two suspect markers. So do you place one, look at the two cards, do that stuff, then place the other one, look at the next two cards. So really, it's just the card you picked plus the other, another card. Basically, and yeah. basically you choose first before you draw the second card. Yeah, if you if if that um, suspect you just another one you place because mm -hmm. yeah, there isn't site. really timing rules. A few little things that's no. like oh, this would make it a little more clear, but um, something in mind. And you can definitely also. I think it would be fine. Yeah, I don't think it's that big a deal. Um, but there's also what is it? they have the one of their plot cards. I want to say is you can place another objective down. And I think then with a few other things. Um, place more because it's also when he places one so you could also order riddler to place one with capital yeah um as well as that with riddler they've brought out the the rules for riddle markers as a separate document on the website mm -hmm. and riddle markers when an enemy model within eight inches of a riddle marker performs the manipulate action you must remove a friendly suspect marker chosen by the opponent it counts as revealed by an enemy model. Then remove the riddle marker. And again, this becomes super important when you look at how some of the objective cards are actually scored 
later on. Finally, tying into that, um, there's a couple of key pieces of equipment um, that I Oh, I, I actually, looked at. I think there's one more trait that got changed, Aaron. Um, Go on. It's the, oh. I don't have it up, but it's the one where you you can move suspect markers. Mind trick. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, Riddler can move a suspect marker four inches. Um, it's anybody. If you're within eight inches of Riddler. That's what we're thinking about different things here. After model within eight inches of this model reveals a suspect, you may move one suspect to play up to eight inches. So it used to just be, there used to not be a limit on how far you had to be from Riddler. So add a slight nerf. But this roll is great for counterplay. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Because it used to just be you could remove anything, and it was wonderful. But you also didn't feel like there was less reasons to move things besides counterplay. So uh, overall, not too big a deal. You're mostly just going to have to reveal your own markers because, you know, you're standing right next to Riddler. Uh, yeah, with that, good. then, that's all the traits. Um. Just talking a little bit about the equipment, um, there were two uh, that I looked at, which um, again tie in, seem to tie in, as well as the dropper riddle, which is mm -hmm. just giving you that rule. Um, there's a level up on Riddler himself for $150, um, which allows you to place uh, two suspect markers, uh, more than four inches outside your deployment zone before the game starts. And when a suspect marker is revealed, the enemy gains slow two. And inspiration uh, to allow you to retrieve cards from your spent resource pile. Mm. Which, when you look at um, how, again, the dropper riddle comes into play, where you're spending, if you spent two objective cards as resources, lets you cycle through and uh, get the cards out that you spent as resources to allow you to score them and set yourself up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but looking at those, none of that actually makes any sense unless you actually start to touch on the objective cards themselves. Yo. I'm going to hand over to Jason and Ian. Alrighty. Uh, Ian, you want to cool. start? You want me to? I can start. Alrighty, I like go, this card. Go for it. <laughs> Mostly because it has hush on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, the first one, looking at the uh, Dropbox that Knight uploaded, um, is the Riddle of the Knight. So this is a two victory point card. Get two of them in the deck. Uh, I forget what the gear is. Um, oh, um, that's control. Control? Control. Yeah. Okay. Uh, scored in phase four or played in phase four, and it scored um, whenever, end of the round. Mm -hmm. at, and basically, you have to have at least three friendly suspects at an even value numeric counter. Mm hmm. Um, so basically have three suspects that you laid down throughout the turn that have even that are still in play um, at the end of the turn. Yeah. And the resource on this is one. Um, you may place one riddle marker into the gaming area within four inches of an active friendly model. So it's just another way to get riddle markers into play. Yep. This is going to be a card. Uh, this one in uh, Riddle Me that Riddle Me Softly. There are cards you might just want to use as a resource. You hold this in your resource pile, and then at the end of the round, you're going to 
or not in a round, but like whenever you activate whoever's inspiration, just block it out near the end of the round. So you don't have to have this card sitting in your yeah. hand the whole game. It's interesting oh, yeah. as well because it's not one of the ones that you've got to play face down. Spoiler yeah. of what's coming next. Um, so it is one that's more openly available for you. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I, I like the card. I mean, it's easy. It's easy to score. You can easily plan your turn I don't even, to have yeah. three suspects in play. I mean, and you could even. In my game, I had like eight of almost all the time. You just kind of have you know, evenly spread markers and uh, there's some resources that you can kind of change number counters if you really needed it. Yeah. So moving on from that one, Jason, you've got the next one. Uh, well, there's really me softly, literally the same card except for it's odd number counters, uh, but you still have two in the deck. So in total, you just look at that as four cards for that setup. And same resource point. Um, so then let's talk about Riddle Me That. Uh, which I think this... Alright, no. So this is one of the face-down cards. It's three victory points. There's three in your deck. It's control. It's played in phase three. And it's scored instantly. Play this card face-down. Only one card can ever be face-down at a time. Uh, if the next suspect revealed by an any model has a numeric counter with a value of one, two, or three, score this card. Uh, so I think the important thing is just if you have a face-down card, you cannot play this or any other thing face-down until that gets sorted out. Um, and then the resource points. One point, move a friendly marker up to four inches and only be played at the start of an activation. I, I like the, these cards. So like it's basically Riddler over a loud calm or whatever, speaking mm -hmm. to the opponent being like, all right, here's my riddle. Yes. Can you solve it? Or am I going to score, score points right now? What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. that, that, I, that's the theme throughout these cards. I, I just love that. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's great. So this one's definitely, <laughs> I think the important thing with the resource here is you can move riddle markers. Um, and I think with Riddler, you generally want to have almost max markers up as much as you really can get them spread out and just have like your riddle farm in the middle. If he wants to sewer near you or do anything with suspects, you get to trigger these cards. Is um, Riddler strategist? Uh, Riddler is not a strategist, but uh, one of the girls is that one is echo. No query. It's the one with the LMG query is okay. a strategist. Okay. And then me and Richard are also on team captain cold. So just pluck captain gold here and then you're, you have two strategists and you have two masterminds because Riddler and Captain Cole. <laughs> like that's what we were doing. Um, so there's that card. I'll go in the next one because it's spoiler alert, basically the same thing. Riddle me this. It's three victory points. It's three in the deck. It's control played in phase three and it's scored instantly. Uh, it's the same card except for you have a value of four, five, or six. Um, and again, it's played phase down. The resource, very similar, but I found it much more impactful uh, because you can move enemy markers up to four inches. It can only be played at the start of our activation, and it's still one resource point. So this one's just more counterplay. So it gets like teams that are just hardly placing markers, or if they are, it's at the 
edge of their table corners and they're just like trying to get um I don't know, secure the perimeter or a snitch off. Just keep trying to move that stuff yeah. into like by a sewer or whatever. So you can stop it. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm liking the fact that these cards are pairing up. And like you said, uh, Ian, it's the fact that you're making that choice. Is it a four, five, or six? Is it a one, two, or three? You uh, make the guess, you solve the riddle. And yeah, I, I, I want to talk later about there's going to be some ways where I think you could force the opponent to pick certain numbers using uh, Echo because you can't reveal markers if she's within two inches or is it three inches? I think it's two. So, like, you can just kind of move friendly markers right by her because um, mind trick, you can move them and then using it'll be that if you want to move more. Um, yeah, or... If you're taking, like, I don't know, flanking or whatever. Anywhere you can kind of threaten the opponent. Be like, this marker is somehow important. Or at least you think it is. So why don't you remove it for me? Yeah. I do have to see something, some kind of little counterplay by the opponent. Is um, It's the next suspect marker that is revealed. Um, so if for some reason they feel like they're able to, they have a henchman next to their leader um, that's without outside of eight inches of a riddle marker, they can just place a suspect and then immediately reveal it with mm. the extra manipulate. And then that gets rid of your face down card. I mean, it's easy. Oh, yeah. Cause it doesn't say next. Yep. Your markers are, it doesn't say friendly. Yeah, it doesn't I, say friendly suspect. It says next suspect. Yeah. So it is a way to counter these. And I think mm -hmm. that's the only safe way to yeah. counter all I, of I the face down though, ones. Um, we're recording this before. Let's say if Riddle gets a little final tweak-ups, this is just the, uh, I don't know, call it the beta test, the pre-deck. Uh, so like with Bane, there were some slight changes. So maybe that will be a slight change. But as of now, you're correct. That's a good way to yeah. counter it. At least these two cards. Yeah. <laughs> so right, Ian, so you've, you've got the next one after that pair of cards. Mm, this one's really good, I think. All right. So this one's by itself so it's a this isn't another pair um it's two victory points you have three in the deck it's a yeah it's it's threat, threat. it's not a threat that's you know right it's warded one okay. way and one the other another. <laughs> oh threatening that's why i'm thinking yeah, of the gun is, yeah. is violence okay all right, so it's it's in phase three, so and it's scored instantly, so it can only be played during a friendly model's activation. So you can't play it during an opponent. If at the end of that of the next enemy model's activation, you have at least one of every different numeric counter of friendly suspects, score this card. Yep. I mean, that's yeah. pretty easy. Um, <laughs> as long as that um, you've kind of planned out your turn and this planned out your activations that that next model that the opponent's going to activate is not going to be able to do it. It also is kind of cool because it stops stops them from activating like a Batman that you know is going to go beat up somebody. It gives you kind of that reprieve because now do they want to allow you to score a card or do they want you to or do they still want to go mm -hmm. beat up Riddler <clears throat> with Batman? I don't know. Or That's, um it seems... This is also just a good one to put pressure on. You're like, hey, next activation, you have, you have one chance. Remove any of my markers. Very likely I won't score this card. I mean, if you have eight, like, there isn't much they can yeah. do unless they can really plan stuff out. But this is just another way that they can. you can try forcing them to do 
rid of something. So you could square riddle me that or riddle me this. Because that's yeah. the only one that's ever in the game uh... versus uh, just like two other cards that you could play at the, like the start of the round. Be like, hey, just reveal stuff in general. You could totally just take pass markers and whatnot. Do it at the very end. <laughs> right. And then the resource for this one is if an enemy model reveals a friendly suspect after the activation ends, reduce or increase the value of a numeric counter of a, on another friendly suspect by one. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy. Helps a lot. It should be. Oh, it really should be. If you want to just keep rotating your card. Life really, besides if you're really trying to just get a riddle me that or, or riddle me, riddle the night or riddle me softly. <laughs> the most part i feel like you're just going to be playing this card as an objective like every now and then sure. yeah all right so it looks like i get riddles on the store it's two victory points there's three in your deck it's a threat it's played in phase one scored at the end of the round the opponent reveals fewer suspects than you this round so who can reveal more and spoiler usually you can but uh Okay. With the riddle markers, this does definitely help the opponent. So if they remove one, they can essentially get rid of two. But with that, you could hopefully score a bunch. Um, I know we were talking about it before the cast, but let's say an enemy is removing one of your suspect markers. That's going to trigger the face-down card. You look at it. If it scores or doesn't, you get rid of it. And then he has to immediately remove the riddle. You could totally just play another face-down card if you've not played anything that turn. So, just more ways to cycle through those cards. Um, yeah, so, yeah. good card. And then the resource is one of the stronger ones, I think. It's two points. Reduce the number of damage markers inflicted by an attack equal to the number of friendly suspects within eight inches of the target model. So, this just keeps people alive. And you're going to be around your suspect markers, so... Should be good. Um, it's going to be in the YouTube video of me, me and Richard's game uh, with the Riddler's new deck. But he definitely used the Heat Waves Flamethrower, hit four of my guys, and just with this card, nobody took damage. It's very nice. Yeah, because it's damage inflicted by the attack, isn't it? There's no target, mm. so all of them can trigger the reduction of damage off the suspect markers. I'm assuming that's how you played it. Um, you know, that's how we played it. I don't know if we use that logic. It was more just like, well, everyone's the target model. Something like that, you know? Or like, all these yeah. models are only taking two damage and there's like four markers by everybody. So, everybody spliced it up, but Richard was like, yep, that's how that's played. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah, I think the only argument is whether models under a template are targeted or not because yep. you don't specifically nominate a target. But again... That, that's something that might be tweaked or Maybe. may need a question, but I, I'd certainly have played it the way you played it, and it's certainly uh, hilarious yeah. to watch Heatwave not do any damage with his flamethrower. Yeah. He still caused fire to everybody, just didn't hurt. <laughs> we just kind of all, like, walked away. <laughs> Those spandex are fire. You see, I, I think this is an amazing card for the deck, for the resource cost, with the fact it, it does cost oh. two. But considering how squishy people like Riddler are, if you don't have the bodyguard nearby, yeah. I know Query have got the bonus to attack and defense the other models in play. Um, but 
it, mm-hmm. ju- it could just at the right time could just keep you in the game, and sometimes yeah. that's what you need. Mm. And since you have to play this at the start of the round, if you just pull it mid game, you're only get used it as a resource. Yeah, and I think it. I think the only bad thing is it's yeah, yeah. but I mean you you should always have the one mass uh, the one strategist anyway setups a little bit, and then I think if there's any other models that are strategists, you're gonna want them just five strategists or two strategists for five points. So um, I don't know. I'm thinking like Bronze Tiger. He's not a strategist, yeah. but he has ways to get extra resource points. Um, or Captain Goals we talked about. And as recording, we haven't seen the rules for the new models, but maybe Calendar Man's a strategist. One can hope. <laughs> or it's obviously going to be freaking Condiment King. You know, he's a strategist, guys. <laughs> yeah. Be a oh, God, yeah. He needs to be. Yes. Split nuts up there. You get the next right. guardian. Yep. So it is easy riddle. It is uh, two, score two. Um, you have two in the deck. Um, phase three. And then this one is another played face down. Um, you can only have one face down card at any time. After this card is played, if you reveal an enemy suspect marker before an enemy model reveals one of your suspect markers, you mm-hmm. score this card. Um, pretty easy to play yeah. and score if uh, you're activating and placing this card face down and then go. Which in my game, I definitely was. Being weird and like I played this like mid or Richard's activation, I should really just played it at the end. He scored it, and I'm like, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, just brain fired early, trying to get stuff out of my hand. Mm-hmm. And then, if an enemy model reveals a friendly suspect marker, immediately place a friendly suspect marker in contact with an enemy suspect marker. So this is just another way to get your suspect markers yep. back from those riddles. It's, it's an interesting like card because it. it's just like there's also times where you know just because you only have one face down card you know there's some downsides you're not gonna constantly keep cycling this yeah. one out because you could easily just cock lock yourself and be like oh he's gonna start revealing stuff ah <laughs> wish I had a different better face down card but it's good for Riddler I think this one is easy if you just play at the start oh, of the yeah. activation or at the end of your opponent's activation when you know nothing's gonna get revealed Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so I believe next would be you activate the riddle. It's two points, it's two in the deck. It is a threat. Uh, it's played in phase three, scored instantly. Remove two friendly suspect markers within six inches of the same enemy model. Can only be played when a model completes an action. Super easy to do. Like, even with the can only be played when a model completes an action, like, shouldn't a model always be able to complete an action? Just move any inch. <laughs> you really have to. Um, yeah, this one's yeah. also one that I would definitely consider for if you quickly do the resource, then it goes in your resource pile, and then you use inspiration just to grab it out and quickly play it. Or this is one of the cards that Riddler can easily just score it and then search your deck for another one. Um, especially because we're looking to just place two markers down. The resource, speaking of that, is one point. An enemy model within four inches of a friendly suspect and a riddle marker suffers enervating three. Then remove both markers. Very nice when you have, like, you know, the strong close combat models and you're like, I don't want you touching riddle there. Enervating three. 
Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the end of the if you like generic cards, but then the, there's then the cards for the specific characters as well. Yes. And the first one is for Mr. Edward Nigma himself. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Ian. All right. <laughs> so this is uh, riddles everywhere. So this is one of the weird uh, character cards because you actually get two in the deck, but you only mm-hmm. score two for it. So play this card face down. Can only be same thing as always with face down cards. If an enemy model reveals one of your suspects and you have at least two riddle markers in play, mm-hmm. score this card. Um, pretty easy. Yeah, you just to need to make there. sure you have three uh, riddle markers in play because if you only have two and he just does a manipulation action, you're going to remove that riddle for him to get rid of something. So, yeah. So you have to have the three if he if, if the riddle is going to trigger yeah. trigger this, right? Yeah, which makes sense. Um, and then the resource is another two resource. Um, you may place up to three riddle markers into the gaming area within eight inches of uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Nigma himself. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Very, very I mean, it's good. a carriage card, so. so I mean, that would be something I would expect yeah. too. And then that's. Sets up a turn if you have it. Yeah, or you yeah and one thing one thing I didn't touch on when I was talking about the riddle markers is there is just the limit of having the three riddle markers in play. Yeah. So it's basically taking you from, from zero to having 100% of your resource on the table mm-hmm. for two resource points. So really efficient. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's nothing to do with the rules, but I love the fact that all these cards have like actual riddles at the bottom half. Like some of them have quotes in the other crews. This one's just straight up riddles. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they're, they're lovely. I'm like, should I be reporting on this <laughs> stuff? Because they're great. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I, Batman? And straight up, just like, gotta... I like that there's oh, yes. not the answer. There. It's like, literally doesn't give the freaking answer, bro. Alright, so uh, the next character card is Quell, which I've got to be honest, I'm waiting if Quell's going to get a little buff. Cause I don't know if we take her, but uh, it's interesting. Diversion tack victory points. You got one in the deck. It's a threat. Played in phase three. It's scored um, once the action's completed. Card states. Uh, place this card face down. Same rules as always for face down cards. An enemy model is the target of an attack from three different models during the same round. Once that happens, you score it. That's when you check the card. So it's something, you know? Like, I kind of don't like the fact this is a face down card. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's interesting. I love the resource, though. It's That's a good one. Uh, it's one point yeah. during a friendly model's activation, moving any model up to six inches towards a friendly marker. So you just kind of like scoot people away from you or pull them closer if maybe they're in a bodyguard range and you have a scary free agent that just doesn't want to deal with that. <laughs> She's, she's interesting. Everything about Quell is interesting, and I'm just like, do you really pay 45 points to take her? Yeah. I think so. I feel like it's at a Quell. I, don't know. I like, I like this, like this card. It's an interesting though. one. You know? It's easy to score. It's just I, I slow down you shuffling through your rest of the deck. You at least need to do three activations. And it's taking up your face down slot. 
Um, I, you know. But so this is the thing. You score it. The card doesn't need to be face down during the whole time that that model's been attacked. Oh, that's true. Because it's just yeah. when it's attacked by three different models during gotcha. the same round. So this card doesn't need to be face down the entire mm -hmm. time. So if they've attacked a model twice, so your big bodyguard or yeah. Riddler or anybody else, I mean, then you just place this. If you have it in your hand, you have it use the resource right. for some reason. Um, play it, it face down point. and score it. Yeah. At least that's how I read it. I don't know. I think you're right. Because, I mean, it doesn't say it have to be down the whole time. But... Yeah. I think that's a good way of reading it, actually. And mm. again, to a little bit of interpretation. But I think, I think she's got a lot more play in this edition than she had in second edition. She definitely did, yes. Um, I love the resource. The fact that you, you're, you're moving enemy models towards a friendly market. Anything that allows you to control where your enemy models are moving to. Mm -hmm. Especially because you can move markers. Exactly. Yeah, so you can be very exactly where you want that stuff to be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to try Quill. I think yeah. Riddler, you're gonna already gonna take two bodyguards, uh, unless we get a third. I would not be opposed to a third bodyguard, but uh, two bodyguards and everyone's safe. Because Quill is kind of squishy, but she has a disarray, so that therefore she's worth it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we go on yeah, to you get the next two, and Echo. Yeah, they are the almost identical, just opposite. So the twins or the girls, I don't know. I don't know if they're twins. I'm, I don't know them out of the comics. Um, so Query and Echo is the first card. This is for Query. Mm -hmm. If you take her, um, yeah. you should take her. It's the score three, one in the deck. It's a yeah. violence. Um, so you reveal one of your opponent's suspects as within two inches of a friendly suspect. Yep. Pretty easy to score. Uh, don't this know. This one I think you always want to card. take. And then it's resource. Yeah. <laughs> and this it's one resource. A friendly echo model gains two free effort for a for its current action if it's within six inches of a friendly quarry model. I mean, uh, it's easy to do. Yeah. Um, I think she's the one with the uh, LMG. Corey has right? the LMG. Echo has the fist. So this gives Echo the two efforts, but okay. you can also use it for like acrobat and whatnot. Um, because I mean, really, you only have That's two true. times you can actually play these resource cards. Spoiler alert: the other one's basically the same. It's if you have to effort for whatever Obviously. reason when an opponent targets you, or in the other girl's turn if she wants to attack. So it's a little situation when you can actually play yeah. a resource. Um, I definitely like Corey's card, though, because I think the objective's much easier because you can control where your suspect markers are. You can't quite control where the opponents are, so you can make situations happen. That's true. So this one's the... This one's the one I don't, I don't know taking. Reveal an opponent's suspect. So the first one, Corey's, is reveal an enemy mm -hmm. or an opponent's suspect within two inches of one of yours. And then Echoes, which is basically the same thing, the opponent reveals one of your suspects that's within two inches of an enemy suspect. So, I mean, that's pretty easy also to do because of the riddle markers. You can force yeah, you force have to make that sure to happen. The majority of your suspect markers are by the opponent stuff. Or, like, you know, either by moving his markers and moving yours. Like, yeah. there's a lot more work to make this one happen, I feel. Yeah. 
And then its resource is the same thing. A friendly query model gains two free efforts if it's within six inches of a friendly The only thing model. I want to know is Quarry is the one with the gun. So, yeah. like, you're probably not going to effort when you're punching with Quarry. Sure, it could happen, but, like, she doesn't have reinforced gloves like Echo. So, the only time I think I'd be doing this is just, you know, either hey. the cycle of deck or just if she's going to get targeted by something. Or knock out somebody that's been or efforting that, the entire that. game. She is going to be attack four if you have both of them. And obviously you have to have both of them if you're doing the resource. Yep. Attack four and I think strength uh, five yeah. still. It's not strength bad. doesn't matter as much in third. So, you know, maybe you do it. With, with this card, yeah. I probably easily would. I to take the damage. But, you know, just yeah, less appealing. <laughs> less appealing. Yeah. That's so, it for the, the Riddler cards. I think when we when we look at, at cards, we've said a lot deck. of them are easy to score, but they do require you to have got those suspects and riddles down in the right places. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not autoplay. You do need to know your positional play. You do need to know where your opponent's going. Um, but I, I have to say, before you, you guys look and sort of analyze how the deck plays, I absolutely love this deck, not because it's competitive, but just because of the way it interacts between the deck the rules on the cards from the compendium, his equipment, and as we go on to, in a minute, the plot cards, I love the fact that all four things intermesh, which I think... They really do. It's it's the most we've seen that in any Mm -hmm. of the decks far, and I think it's only fitting for the way the Riddler should play. Yeah. Like, I also just love how much counterplay, because then that's when you really... That's the spice of life. (laughs) That's the spice of life with Riddler. So I think you're going to kind of want to do the similar game plan, just trying to make sure everything meshes and, you know, see how it boils down with your opponent. But then everything else is just going into how do you mess up your opponent's day? <laughs> oh, hey, Batman, I'm going to score a card if you don't move over here and reveal something. Don't attack Riddler. Oh, you're tackling Riddler. I'm going to just play this card. You did no damage, bud. You did no damage. Oh, you want to move a snitch? Let's just, like, move that five times to a sewer marker. <laughs> Another thing, another thing with this one as well is in second edition, when you played Riddler and he got the Riddler farm going, he was basically running up and down his own back line, mm-hmm. getting the Riddle markers down. Oh, I've scored VP from the previous turn and just trying to race ahead as far as he could before he got squashed in turns five and six. Yeah, this one literally you can't score unless the opponent interacts yep. with you and it just forces the opponent to interact with you as many ways as it can. So I think it, I think yeah. it's actually more of a positive play experience than the old Riddle Farm used to be. I, I think agree. it's more interesting that perspective. Mm-hmm. Third, third's been interesting for Riddler. I still want to keep playing them more because I think there is some issues with the cards, which they're very slight, and most of it can get fixed if you just keep putting in generic cards. Um, but you know, it's very much your dependent on the opponent to do something. So if you're not taking Spoiler, my game, I didn't take, uh, what was it? Uh, Riddle of Nowhere. So a lot of the times, you could just take a bunch of pass markers and just, I'm waiting. You gotta have a card sitting in the face down pile. It's like, well, this isn't gonna happen for a bit. All right. Uh, And therefore then, with uh, my model with inspiration, I really couldn't do a lot of that. Um, But, you know, it's a learning curve. I also had to get my riddles more up there. But I like it. So, uh, what are you yeah, thinking uh, on the deck as a whole? Yeah, I mean, it's 
it's it's it's riddles yeah. i mean it's it there's no other way to say it it's just it's riddles it's <laughs> it's riddler's deck mm. i mean it i i am more impressed with this one than the joker one because the joker one was definitely very much thematic but this one ties in so much with how they rewrote all of his rules yeah. with the riddler and a lot of his crew cruise rules <clears throat> i mean it just makes sense I'm, I'm excited to see what he does i'm not a big riddler fan so i probably won't play him um but it's it, i am excited that it is more of a fun game experience to play against and i'm hoping they do the same thing with penguin yeah. whenever he gets his, his rules and then if we ever get freeze again <laughs> one day it has to happen <laughs> right right but um one day i am very happy though with i mean all the decks but riddler especially that they just feel thematic with each other you know but this yeah. one like it had just be one trick you know because like joker it's joker right it's perfect uh but bane bane and batman it's very much you could run an all crop crew or whatever a lot of variety so the deck feels that kind of just fit that you know it's kind of basic but anyone can do it and it's nice uh, but I'm really happy with the deck, so like Knights, the, the whoever's handling the deck because they're a small company. Like you definitely know, either they're all doing it. There's like one or two guys in particular, but they're blowing it away. Yeah, yeah, it's by far the best for the rules department. There's a few times where I'm like, okay, give me timing rules here. Like, can we clean up a little bit? But like, that's fine. I'll just you know I'll appreciate I'll praise Knight for the majority of the deck. So they're awesome. Absolutely. Just, mm-hmm. just please, can we get some other ones quicker, please? You know, at least yes. they seem to be... Even if they're really rough? Yeah. They're rough, I'm, I'm fine with that. But, um, you know, it seems like we're getting the whole... We'll get the deck and the Dropbox roughly like a month or you know, a month and a half from the other one. So, yeah. Hopefully they keep, they keep that up, you know? I know we have, what, five more crews to go? Five more Something like that. Already have Owls. Yeah. Owls, Penguin, Freeze. Owls. Um, organized Crime. Organized crime. I, don't, I don't really... Or OC. And then you freeze. have Cobra slash just Generic Cult. So they want to make it just a Generic Cult deck. I don't really know how that's going. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think it's five. I mean, mostly those... I mean, OC, Penguin, and then Court, I think, are the three that really need them. Yeah, because definitely. Freeze Other than that, exist. I mean, you can kind of... Yeah, Freeze doesn't exist yet. And who cares about Cobra Call? <laughs> I mean, I care about them, but they can they can, can wait. just stay over there in, in the corner right now. So with all that said, though, uh, we got the four plot cards. I know not everyone uses plot rolls, although I'll be releasing the next league rolls and I'm going to do some things with plots. It's going to ultimately be up to you if you want to use them or not, but I, I've been enjoying plots with just like one minor tweak. <laughs> These I actually cool. think that, again, a bit of a spoiler, I actually think these are some of the better plots that we've seen as well. I agree. Yeah. I feel like they're not too overpowered, like some of the things, but they're not... I don't think there's any cards that you're just like, oh, I don't like this. No, they're, they're a nice balance. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... so you and me, who wants to take this one? You can start Alrighty. First. Time waits for no man. Complete an objective. Obviously, that's how plots work. Complete a control objective. Not a problem. Uh, at the end of the round, you have suspects in play with at least one of each new number counter. One through six. Not hard at all. 
Uh, and the bonus you get, once no. brown, you can inc- you may increase or decrease one numeric counter in play by one to a minimum of one or a maximum of six. Is easy to do. It helps your deck. And, um, you know, we haven't mentioned yet, but with this card, and I want to say the, uh, the, what's it, uh, the Riddle of Nowhere, the resource where you can change the uh, numeric counters. Pretty sure, well, this one for sure. You could just do that on like a Joker, the teeth or whatever, make it blow up sooner, or the gas markers, or um, or with the Birds of Prey. Like they definitely have that one plot card that you put a numeric counter on something, yep. or you could do it with Clock King. He uses numeric counters, and I'm sure once the game keeps growing on, there's going to be more numeric counters. And play with Bane. There's a few numeric counters in there. You can definitely use it for counterplay. That actually be really cool with Clock King. Yeah. Yeah, because his bomb would explode quicker. Yeah, yeah, you can do it on a friendly one or an enemy one. Well, if you look at the riddle that's actually at the bottom of this, it does kind of, you know, without giving it away, I have two hands, but I can scratch myself. What am I? Mm. That does sort of lean into that as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, is this the the plot that you take uh, for your first plot? Do you think? Um, it's really easy to achieve, so I feel like you probably do. But I feel like, let's see. It's either this one or I think it's Riddler's Ruse, right? Well, let's start this again. So we're going with uh, Puzzling, isn't it? So this is a uh, regular, you complete a regular objective, complete a minutes objective. Um, so with these, there minutes is the second most common card in the Riddler deck, mm-hmm. so it's not too hard to get, but it is a obstacle to kind of go through. And then at the end of the round, you have more suspects than four inches of enemy models. Then the opponent has mm-hmm. their own suspects than four inches of your models. That's not too hard to get. Um, just not something I would want to start off the game with. Um, and then once per round, you may place a friendly marker I would in contact with, with a friendly model. I feel model. like also the resources and that. That's pretty demanding easy. at the start of the game. It's kind of more just, oh, end game. I'll probably get this because... You're probably going to have more suspects, and you can move yours around, and you can move his around, so shouldn't be too bad. I'm I'm wondering if maybe it would be actually really easy to start off with it, because if you could play effect with Riddler, because he could play eight inches yeah. away from himself, and then there's ways to move Riddles, Riddles, and you just have to end the round with one of those within four inches of an enemy, and yeah. obviously the enemy... The enemy might, suspects would be nowhere near you. Yeah. First round. Well, um, you might be able to get up, it like you with like some cheeky play. And you're like, hey, either you remove those and guess what? You're probably going to give me this card because there's no riddles. So if I have any face down, that might just score it. So they might not. And you just kind of can cover yeah. that over. So it's interesting. Right. I, um, you know, it's definitely one, yeah. like, I think time waits for no man. Like, you should probably just give that turn one. Like, would be really hard not to get it and that also puts more pressure on the opponent yeah. he obviously knows you have that so maybe he wants to start trying to reveal more stuff You're like a hey, tough luck bud that is true that's now true. i'm gonna score more cards because you're revealing my objectives well again good plots that we're already debating this the riddle is a ruse next is one? the next card mm-hmm. complete an objective obviously batman complete a control objective not hard at all that's the majority in your deck uh, at the end of the round, you have more suspect markers in play than the opponent. Shouldn't be too hard. 
maybe in the O-Sphere Penguin matchup, which you're not going to see right now because they don't have a deck. But, like, they can have up to 10, so that might be one of the only harder ones. Or if they start revealing your stuff, I mean, it's not hard for them to reveal two to possibly even three or more of suspects in activation when you start playing detectives in play with riddles. Yeah, so, like, it could happen really quickly, so you just kind of got to keep yeah. raising that suspect to the limit. Um, but what do you get for all that trouble? Once per round, you may remove a friendly suspect within four inches of a reduce the damage suffered from an attack or trait by two. It keeps you in the game longer. It's very nice. I really like that. Yeah. I mean, the only difficulty I think with turn one is the oh, fact yeah. that both of you, like you say, can just have eight down, and if you're not interacting with each other, you're depending on your deployments. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it that if you do achieve it, that ability is just super useful. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, and this one might be another one. Like maybe you start out with turn one, uh, depending on oh, yeah. their crew, because you kind of can figure out the maximum amount of suspects they can even place down. So if it's less than you know, yeah, if they're a team. Yeah, I think especially if they're a team, because you know they're going to do high damage, and you basically know they're not going to get eight suspects on the table. Um, Yeah, unless they have some yeah crazy nonsense that you didn't see, but that should be pretty obvious. All right, and then the last plot card is bait and switch. So complete an objective, complete a minute's objective, and at the end of the round, no enemy suspects are inside so or within very the easy of you can also enemy just like one. Zone. Unless he's setting by as a deployment zone. He should only have like one or two markers by. You just move those. I would never want to play yes, this whenever the really zones are in the middle of the table, though. <laughs> so... And then what do you get for this one is once per game when an enemy model places a suspect, it immediately becomes one of your suspect markers yeah. as if one of your you own know, models had placed I think the, the important thing is really it's, it's a once part. per game and not a once per round. Yeah, I, I do think it's oh. really good, but I'm like, oh, after you true. read it out loud, once per game, maybe you do take one of the generic cards instead of this. Yeah. If you're, if you're taking four. Which, if you take spoiler, four, I don't think you should. Doing I think three just plays so much better. Um, but yeah, I'm like, it could stop if you think someone's going to just play a snitch, or again, it's just counterplay, really. It's like, I'll never say no to counterplay, and it's really easy to achieve. Yeah. Hardest part is probably the menace thing, but like, again, not too much of an issue. Yeah. So, you know, not too I mean, hard. the generic ones aren't even that great. Um, but I'm like trying to think because one of them definitely like lets you place, or is it a free reveal or something? Uh, I'm actually here. I'm looking at them right now. So you got sound strategy, which we're not going to go through all of them. That's just uh, you can discard an objective card. Not terrible actually for um for Riddler, and it's just at the end of the round, the opponent has fewer than three suspects in play. That might be a hard part. Um, but it just depends on your matchup, really. Shock and awe at the end, they don't have more friendly suspects than opponent enemy models in play. Yeah. Um, you're not going to take that one because it's you can roll an additional attack die. I guess maybe if you're taking like a bronze tiger or some scary free agent, but 
I wouldn't worry about it. Intimidation. Um, this one might be the one I take. At the end of the round, have more suspect markers than your opponent. Should be easy. It's kind of your thing. Uh, then it's just you can place the additional suspect marker during its activation without spending an action. It's so like for Riddler, that's cool. Or for Quell, if you're digging Eric, so then you can just look at the opponent's hand more often. Yep. And then we obviously know VIP, which is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's if you remember, the extra defense dice is nice really to keep you around, but like, again, it's, it's a small thing. Um, you know, maybe it'd be more impactful if I actually just like, instead of waiting for the yeah. moment, you just kind of use it, you're like, I want him to live. Well, bam. I can see you're going to attack. Um, yeah, I'm like, I might just take like intimidation would probably be the one I'd go for, or maybe VIP just because, um, yeah, I'm, well, I'm really happy though with the plots of Riddler. Before we go on to, I don't know, potential list, I really don't think there's much. Is there any generic cards you really want to splice in there, Ian? Honestly, I like the deck by itself, but there, I mean, I might be able to switch out yeah. a couple of the, or one it's or like, two I definitely twos. my game with Richard um, and switch in. Some, I didn't like, take Riddle of Nowhere, which was the, a problem, but instead I took the loot bag and I took the medical crate and feel no pain. Uh, I don't really know if I needed to feel no pain because I, I kind of knew I was never going to achieve it. Yeah. I just wanted it for the resource. Um, but I'm thinking, he's he's thinking. I think some, he he told me uh, what's it called? I think it's the one where you reveal an enemy marker and then if you have more, you score it. Kind of feels like that might be a good one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one's two. That's a two score one. Uh, disturbing stuff. Um, and it's a free resource, so you can kind of keep cycling through your deck if you have to. But it stops sewers from being used. Which could help your survivability if you're like, oh, there's a sewer right by me. I think he's going to yeah. shoot Larita through there and just like start gunning people down. Uh, or you can just like run somebody away and then use this card so no one can like follow. You know, his also point was um, this is yeah. something Riddler I don't know. I, I... could achieve in the round. And then you can just, you know, grab another one if you want to. I'm trying to think if we talked about any other cards. Um, I don't think I'd take stick to the plan. I did think flanking might be interesting. So my point with that one is you can move your own suspect markers. So you could definitely just move a suspect marker more just of your own table corner, even if it's in deployment zone. (laughs) Because usually you have to go to the other side and even do it. With Riddler, you don't necessarily have to, and then you're going to you know, if your opponent knows you have flanking, he's gonna pick that marker when he's doing something with your riddle. So then you can just kind of pick whatever numeric counter you want on that marker and be like, "All right, cool, you. I score this card. You stop flanking for now, but I scored riddle right. bonus or riddle or whatever the card is." That was kind of the only other point because you know this is one of those things where this plus echo, you can already start crunching down what your opponent wants to remove. 
and it's two points and it's very easy to achieve. And the resource also helps survivability a little bit. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. Don't know if you do it or not, but food for thought. Yeah. I, I do definitely think you want the medical crate though. Like you're gonna want to drop know, something I, I for think... at least that one. And then either the loot bag or feel no pain if you're gonna go for dropping a three or two. I think it's another good example of where you can just take the deck itself as a standalone and, mm-hmm. and there is potential for some tweaks, but yeah. not you know, you're not gonna spend half an hour drafting your deck at the start of a game. You're gonna take one or two cards out, put one or two cards in, and you're basically yeah. done. Basically, you know. I know we were saying, um if you drop yeah. one of the face down cards, so it's either I'm not the biggest fan of Easy Riddle, because you you basically have two matchups right now. You have crews that are gonna play the suspect game. Slash, they just have, you know, they're more traditional crews, and you have, like, your teams and maybe League who are going to stay away from you. And when they're coming in there, they're just basically going to attack and not really worry about suspects. So with that stuff, I don't think you really need to worry about easy riddle. So then I'm going to take the Metal Crate and one of the other single cards. Um, and we were definitely also talking about uh, dropping... What was it called? Do-do-do-do-do... I I think easy riddle's good because then that makes you remove an enemy mm-hmm. suspect and you can place it in your round. I think it's I do think, I it's, think easy, it's easy, but card just to there's score. gonna be some matchups like, where they're already just gonna be you know, it's gonna be like four inches away from their table corner. It's like, well, you could go do that. Or you could just stay together and do everything else. Cause I mean you have Quell and because mm-hmm. you have or not quell echo and query that both get free um mm-hmm. manipulates to remove enemy suspects so I, I think having that in there is just another way to yeah score Although you are, um, i actually found myself like again i'm specifically talking about the matchup where you're like that crew ain't going to be placed in suspects on my side of the yeah. table because i think you want everyone to stay sorted together Including the girls. They're kind of like, you know, someone moved up. Okay, we're all going to gang up on this one model or just keep playing the suspect game. I mean, I almost think if you're going to play them and you're obviously going to play probably the henchmen with mm-hmm. the guns, the SMGs, like I would almost want to put in the yeah. uh, ammo crate mm-hmm. as well. And I'm trying to think, there was, which card was it? I think you activate the riddle, even though I really like the card. I'm yeah, that less. One. I'm less wanting to remove my own suspects, yeah, for even some though reason. it's, it's like, very easy. You yeah, it's great. But, you I have mean, to play yeah. it after an action, not a problem. Um, but it's just very easy, right? But you're not going to move stuff around. Um, and the resources, yeah. you're going to get rid of a riddle marker with that. So that's you know. Definitely debatable if you want to get rid of that one, but I could see where you're getting at there. I remember we were also talking about um, Riddle Me That, the face down card um, with the resource of moving friendly markers. We were debating removing that one just because you, besides the Riddle markers, you already have control of where your subjects are going. And you can move them around by just revealing any marker. Um, so it's less impactful than like 
I think my only can stop a snitch or stop get off the streets or or secure their perimeter. But I really like that card, so I'm not sure I think that. my only problem. I think my only problem with those, if you get rid of any of the ones that are like, rid of me that, rid of me this, it or deletes those the, other the fear the opponent would know. It's like, that, oh hey, the, let's get rid of one, one, two, because it's it's then is what is isn't because I don't think your deck, what is actually inside what cards you took for your deck is a hidden knowledge for yeah. your opponent. So if they know, hey, he doesn't have this card. Then I don't care about revealing ones, twos, and threes of you as a yeah. discount card or whatever one it is. So, like, I think that is very instrumental because yeah. he gets to pick which ones are mm-hmm. revealed with the little marker. So now you're kind of forcing yourself down only playing in three numbers, but you have other stuff that you need all six yeah. of them for I've, um, plot cards. Yeah, and stuff I like think that. we were also because, like, you definitely could just do like Riddle of the Night or Riddle Me Softly with only the three. It's a little harder, but like you could still do it. Mm-hmm. So really then it's just Riddle, the Riddle of Nowhere. That's the hard one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's basically it then. And then some of the plot cards if you're taking that. You know, I don't know. I, I think yeah. I would keep riddle me that and maybe you just do take you get rid of you activate the riddle or something for those needed things or easy riddle i'm like i depending on the matchup like that one's definitely gonna hit the boat before you activate the riddle so it's really dependent right. on if it's like are we playing against an all copless great or you know like whatever something that i'm not like worried that batman's gonna just jump on me because if he does you can easily just do the resource put it away inspiration grab it back and then just score the card because batman's gonna be next year two markers easy peasy and you can kind of get them off the table if you want more markers differently placed so yeah i agree i think looking at this deck the one thing that i keep thinking of and this is going back to my old magic the gathering days is this is very much a blue deck yeah, you know you're you're trying to play the game on your terms, um, and it's almost like your models and your health are your resource that keeps you in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you're not you're not worrying about particularly who who is losing. There's things in there to just about keep you alive, but you're not out there to go and do damage. You're not out there to kill. It's yeah. all about trying to score the points and just keep yourself alive. Yeah, this is why I'm I'm a big fan of Metal Crate. They're just healing the three health and then an effect so big because you're gonna have a shit ton of markers and uh, with inspiration you could easily just put two on the table at once. I'm trying to think, is there any other way to grab? If you get an assassin in there as well, which maybe Calendar Man's an assassin who has some nifty rules. <laughs> I love Calendar Man. Was he not Assassin Five? He was before, but the new model, <laughs> the new model. But um, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, once you have more assassin free agents, you want to pluck one of them in there. Now, do you think there's room for a big, heavy-hitting free agent in a Riddler crew? You know, someone mm-hmm. like a Deathstroke or a a Lobo, even though he's Eternal. You know, someone like that. So, someone around the one fifty point rep. Well, let's say someone over a hundred points. Over a hundred. Um, 
I think my limit would be the like Clayface at uh, 115 because he's also a bodyguard, so he can check mark multiple things. But um, I, you're not going to take Grundy anymore because his um, just enemy models can't manipulate when you're by him. So maybe there's some really good play there if you can get him across the table fast enough and you're like, hey, you can't manipulate with Grundy. Come closer to my riddles. But it's like, it's not doing as much for you. I wouldn't worry about him. Um, I don't think I'm taking Croc. I don't think I'd even worry about Deathstroke, really. I'm My happy spot for Riddle is like that 70-point rep range, which is usually just my happy spot, period. Um, but like I like Captain Cold. I think Rebirth Eye of the Quinn might be interesting, because then you get her objective card, too, which kind of lets you weaponize your, uh, your suspect markers via the resource point. And, um, you know, she's she has some combat play with triple stun. Or, obviously, Bronze Tiger is the gold standard of free agents. Uh, only one else is, like, Scarecrow, and then you're talking about the 50 rep dudes. Like, the new guys coming, I'm sure they're going to be playable. Or uh, Clock King, you know. That's that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. I see Clock King having some very interesting mm-hmm. play in this deck. But, I mean... But he, like, it's... I also think Captain Cole good not to oh, yeah. play until they get another until they get hush back then if hush comes back i think he'll he'll take over you're very spot. much just looking for a second strategist i think and cam gold's also a mastermind and he brings order and his gun's pretty great it's not like it's gonna murder everybody but you're consistently gonna do like four to six blood damage so yeah why not because you get plus two to hit with that thing uh and your beam so you can recover your like yeah, I'll take that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I I do think again, it's you have two matchups, teams, big crews, and then you have two types of list. You either have the the one list with both girls, double bodyguards, Riddler, your seventy point free agent, and then like you get enough for uh, I don't know, bad guy and like one of the cheap thugs. Yeah, I got. I think I got bad guy, pistol, or the Uzi guy, mm-hmm. the basically the three basic henchmen, and then yeah, you had the two bot. You had the bodyguard, uh, big bodyguard, query, and echo. Yeah, and I think you dropped, dropped something. I don't remember, but it's it's Quell it's a decent size. Yeah, I mean, I did drop. Yeah, I think sadly. well, because then you have the other type of list where it's just the more henchman type slash. Either your quell or your the really cheap free agent. So either you know take quell or you take clock king, or you take killer moss slash kite man, who I think play really well in this crew, because kite man's guards just whoever can reveal more. And it's like oh, that's cool, pushes the opponent reveal stuff, either his own or your markers, and you can easily do that. Um, and Moth has a radio that just helps your suspect game even more and his slow six is interesting Um, I haven't really played with Gentleman Ghost at all, it just came out so obviously but um, this card might be interesting too 
then you still like can really put slowdown effects on everybody around your markers. You're gonna have a lot of markers and you move stuff, so maybe that's important. So I think that's pretty much the the objectives, the plots, and the the rules that relate to those covered. Um, do we, you two guys have anything lasting? Any last thoughts on Riddler uh, before Jason? You want to touch on um, next TTS league? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think I got anything to say about Riddler. Really, I like the crew a lot. It's very fun and a lot of counterplay. Like that's the big thing. Yeah. It's just like. I really do think the big things in this game is you're going to have crews that actually want to play an honest game with you, and then you have teams who are going to just like hide their suspect markers and they're going to run out and attack you, and you can just kind of stop them from hiding their suspect markers. Like, <laughs> like that's what we found was very strong in the last league. Um, yeah, because even Richard was doing that, because Brave and the Bold plays that way as well. So Riddler just stops that from happening, and they have to change on a fly Played it. mm-hmm. it's good for the game it's good for the meta because maybe cause with this and you can see that lightly in Bane if we see another crew that uh, can limit that style of play maybe Owls I, I think people might walk into a game and might not have that be their you know a, a list plan <laughs> When, when writing list, at least, you're just going to, you know, you should right. consider it more often. And, of course, all of this is theory because this is still um, the, the beta test. We don't see any yep. major changes, maybe a couple of clarifications coming in. I did suggest uh, one change. Uh, I doubt they're going to listen to me because I wrote a paragraph. I wrote paragraphs of changes and questions, but um, it was with easy riddle if you had the option to play it face up just so the opponent's like, oh, hey, if I reveal something. It's going to stop that card. But I may trigger your face down card. And that way then if you, you know, play it, you're like, hey, you have a chance to stop me. That's interesting. And, yeah. Instead of playing at the start of your activation, being like, easy two points. Easy riddle. More like, easy riddle. You just solved my riddle. <laughs> play on the yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... Besides that, it was all just questions and then being like, hey, can you like buff the, uh, I think it was like the sickle henchman? Just, like, give him defense three. <laughs> I feel like defense two is kind of a joke in third edition. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm fine with, you know, because uh, the combat flip guy, he's defense two, but he has small. So it's like, all right, he's 15 rep. He's essentially defense three against guns. That's fine. Um, yeah. And then I was kind of like, if you want to give anything to Quells, spice her up a little bit. She doesn't need it, but, like, she kind of does. Yeah. yeah, I don't have mm-hmm. anything else to Okay, so Jason, do you want to just touch on uh, what you're planning uh, with the next uh, TTS? Yeah, so the next TTS league is finally going to happen, you know, it's taken a while just, yeah, I don't know, we were waiting for decks mostly, let's blame it on that and not my schedule so, with what happened last time, some people definitely got queued up with Everybody across the ocean, stupid time zones, playing at like three in the morning. That's probably not great for everybody now. So we're going to try, instead of a classic Swiss, it's going to be more of a bracket setup. So you're going to be paired up with either two or three other players, depending on how many we have and all the time zone availability. going to take that into account. So it's 
should be much more of a friendly event. And I hope people bring, you know, good lists, but fun lists, you know, I'm not going to be playing. So you're not going to see me bringing in bronze tiger <laughs> trying to wreck some fools here. Um, so it should be much faster, only lasting about a month. But because your bracket setups, you're free to just set up your games whenever. You can play everybody in your bracket two days after the league comes out. <laughs> um, so we're doing that. And the only other change is I mentioned plot cards. We're just going to be doing, you grab three, and it's optional to put objectives underneath the plot. So if you refuse to use plot cards, you're welcome to just not put anything under you're even welcome to just ask your opponent, be like, are you also going to not use plot cards? Because if so, let's just agree to not use them. I'll leave that up to you. Um, I'm still not sure if I'm going to just pair up missions for, like, let's say if we had a bracket of four, me, Ian, Darren, uh, Nathan. I don't know. Let's say Nathan's playing Batman again. <laughs> so I don't know if the bracket's going to be, oh, hey, when Ian and I play, it's going to be this mission, this thing. When I play with Darren, it's going to be this mission. And when I play with Nate, it's going to be this and this. Or if I'm just going to be like, eh, just roll for it, you know? Uh, that kind of just comes down to how many players we have. Because there's that awkward bit with three players. It's like, well, someone might have to play the same mission again. That's, you know. Um, it just yeah, it does happen. But I'm like, at that point, I think I'd rather just you pick your own map and you just roll the missions. Maybe I'll just say, hey, make sure not to play like this mission or this map. Because that will be for finals only. I don't know. Um, then once everyone has, you know, once everyone's gotten their game in, whoever has the highest bad match points, casualty points, and victory points, you know, same as last time where we take all that into account, the two highest players are going to play off for the final victor. Uh, should be a really fun event. If we have a lot of people, it might even be top four, and then they each play, and then only top two. It depends. Do we have five people or do we have 30 people? <laughs> It's online, so you really do have no idea. But um, the start time I'd like to do is the 8th of October. We're going to call it Bat-tober. Uh After recording, going to put the PDF out there. So you'll you probably have read this before you hear me talk about it. Uh, if you have any questions, just ask me on the Arkham Rejects Discord. Um, I don't, don't plan for prizes. I'll, I'll sprinkle that in there. Although I definitely have a black flash. So, like, if you win and you want black flash, that will be thrown up there. There you go. I guess. The model that is, like, not even used ever. <laughs> Had one for two you years. You should ask Adam really, really, really nicely to see if he'll paint it up. And... <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to Adam. Be like, you want to paint up a black flash? To give away it? Yeah. Is. So I've been built. I've not even opened it from its container. <laughs> Well, I'll, to do I'll, I'll request. It's not even involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's metal. Um, I'll request if, if we do get Adam to paint it. We'll request him to paint it the most stupid colors possible. That's amazing. Yes. Um, is there anything else to add to the league? I don't think so. Have fun with Bat-tober, you know? Or Bat-ober. I definitely wrote it on the on the note with only one T. I'm not going to rechange the Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm like i think ian ian you're probably planning it i'm probably going to all right it's october so that's not too bad yeah should be quick 
at least two games. Yeah. You know, I think Chris yeah. will probably be playing it again because, like, we talked about it a little bit, and he's like, "Man, I cannot play at three in the morning." Because another problem with that is there was connection issues with people across the you know world. So hopefully that's going to get limited down too. And um, I have a YouTube video coming up in my game with Richard. I'm hoping to jump in and just watch a few games and record it. And, you know, if I have to play, I will. And I'll be playing Riddler if it is needed. That's about it. Well, I th- so I think we've covered, a, I've covered what we wanted to talk about. I mean, we, we left the recording of this one quite late in the month because we were waiting to see if there was any models coming out for Riddler. Um, mm. So far, we've seen Calendar Man and Condiment King. Yeah. I love one of the models. The other one I'm not as sure about, although I think people do generally like it. I'm not a big fan of Calendar Man. Um, mm-hmm. Condiment King is awesome. <laughs> um, you should have left it open and dared, so we called the big no, I've got to say, I, 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 had to, I actually had to look at him twice, like, who the hell is this character, before <laughs> that, I realized who it was. Mm, uh, the weirdest part, they totally showed that like one in the morning my time, like 12 hours early. I'm just like, what? What, what is this? Yeah, but I, I do like it. We, we, it looks like it just looks said like what, what what happened. Yeah. Oh, man. I kind of like I don't know Conor that much from the comics. I like I know his look, but I generally remember him being a lot thinner and skinnier and bonier. And I'm like, oh, he definitely looks like a muscle man. Either that or it's just a really poofy collar, man. His whole shirt is just awful yeah. of love. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm excited to see them. Or, you know, we've obviously seen the DCU stuff. I think I saw there's a few more of those releases coming, and I think Harry Potter is over for this month. So hopefully, we see some more stuff like Riddler or I don't know. Everyone knows I want Tim Drake Robbins. Maybe that happens this time around. Tim Drake, never gonna maybe, happen. Maybe. Never oh, gonna happen. You're gonna kill me. Darren. You're gonna kill me. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. I just want OC. Yeah, so I just want like, my OC. Forget about so play Riddler, two face and... OC and be like surprise. Here's a deck that would be awesome. Or yeah, I've, I've literally got the the spice box set and the two face box mm-hmm. um, with about three feet away from me, just looking sad because there's there's no point in playing them at the moment. Yeah. I do really want them like when they do OC. I kind of just want them to make a new two face, keep the old one still good, and then just add in like redo the spice box set. <laughs> They make a bat box, throw yeah. in spice or the sugar. Throw in sugar in the bat box. Yeah, because you have spice, spice and, and eternal. I'm like, those models, I think, look good enough. Sure, they're Argrim license, but I think they're just like, they're basic, you know? No one's going to bat an eye. So just bring those guys back and then do Black Mask yeah. or something. Really, all I want. Have like Maximus Zeus as an extra like leader option and a blister by himself. The only thing I can say is that seeing the the way that they've done the deck so far, I'm really looking forward to what they do with organized crime. And mm-hmm. I think the leader cards that they come out, you know, Carmine, Falcone, Two-Face, Black Mask, Lex, yeah. they could each make some really interesting, um, you know, differences mm-hmm. in the deck. For sure. What if it was a 30-card deck, and depending on the leader, you got like five extra cards? That would be cool. Yeah. Five different cards. Or I'm also seeing it <laughs> just to like make it. want to get the more spice of life in there. Uh, I mean, it could just be it's bigger than a 20 card deck, but it has like certain cards only. Like you have to have certain keyword traits, and they just give like you bring Two Face, all your henchmen have this trait or this keyword. Same thing as the uh, 
the Sons of Batman. Like, they have three cards that's just in their deck. You could take that if you don't even take Sons of Batman. You just need Sons of Batman to score the thing. It's like, obviously. Yeah. Right. That could work. You know, I like that. Or, I don't know. Like, if they just want to go more basic. No, no offense, Ian. I don't think they're going to do that. That's that's a lot of work. <laughs> like, they're no, my wishing. You're wishing. That is a lot of work. I'm asking him. I'm asking him to do ten more cards. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, heck, for Batman and Joker, they only did eighteen or seventeen, which is kind of weird. I mean, yeah. Batman out Sons of Batman, so I was like, sure, I guess that's twenty. But I still kind of want a Joker release. That's like you get three random cards that you need a special trait to do. Would like it. Would like. I'm not going to oh, start asking for that until everyone gets a deck, though. But yeah. Who knows? Because we're seeing really niche characters coming in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some proper niche characters that I've only ever seen once that uh, could yeah. end up to. You know, maybe we'll see something like Ragdoll or something. I don't know. Yeah, Ragdoll or uh, I don't know, Maximus, Ratman, probably mm-hmm. again, Ratman, yeah, Polka Dot Man, Suicide Squad stuff because of the new mm-hmm. movie, Ratcatcher Two. Yeah. Yeah. A new King Shark. Or maybe yeah. maybe Magic and Speedsters. Mm-hmm. Magic and Speedsters would, would be really cool. Because uh, Damien Dark, I think he's also a strategist, right? He'd, he'd be yeah. another free agent I might just take instead of Captain Cold, depending on how good Magic is. Oh, I definitely like prefer Captain Cold as a character instead of Damien Dark, but like whatever. I'll paint him up all funny. He'll, he'll just be the Magic guy and we'll have the Riddle show. <laughs> so anyway if, if we've got nothing else guys um any last thoughts or do we think we're going to call that a cast not really uh, good cast uh, we'll probably have a quick one when we talk about the new models and if they drop a new deck whenever you have no idea when that's going to happen we'll talk about that too uh, okay then, guys we'll see uh, you in the league probably the league as well probably. yes Oct or Bat-tober. Bat-tober. Well, as always, mm-hmm. thanks guys for listening. Uh, thanks for putting up with our mad ramblings, Jason. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, this was the, the Arkham Case Files where the inmates are most definitely running the asylum. The last one standing. This is an appeal on behalf of Jason Thompson. Please, please, Knight, put this man out of his misery. How long must he wait before he can have his Tim Drake? To all our listeners, get in touch with Knight. Bombard them. Jason needs Tim, and only you can help. Mm-hmm.